0: Welcome back to Say More. This is Kim, your host and founder of Say More. Today I have with me Desma. We have actually gone on the podcast without an agenda and we're just going to see where this goes. Uh, from what I know of Desma, she's got this amazing, vibrant energy and she's got this fantastic, Palette for the cuisine all across Dubai. I mean, literally, I look at a post and I'm like, is she a food critique? Is she a food lover? It's a lot more than that. And she has her own company um, with HR services. It's called SNK Consulting. So Desma, welcome to Say More.
1: Thank you so much. It was, it's so nice to be on the podcast.
0: Yes. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. So let's begin with the story to your story. Why do you do what you do? What, does, what made you decide to get into business?
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So maybe I start with a little bit of context for all of your listeners. Um, so my, I'm a product of the UAE, as I say. So I was born in India, but I grew up here in Abu Dhabi, actually. Um, and I was there for about 33, 34 years Uh, I went to university for five years in Canada, so I I stepped away from the UAE for uh, that period Mm -hmm. of time. But other than that, it's been pretty much in the UAE. When I got back from university, I started working almost right away. Uh, I worked with Itzahad Airways in HR. Uh, Then I moved to Cleveland Clinic Abu Dhabi, also in HR. So I grew really like quite quickly in my career through HR. I was in recruitment, and then onboarding, and then a business partner, and then a business partner for several functions. Uh, And then I moved to Dubai in 2017. uh, And I set up the set up HR for King's College Hospital London, which is this, they have two clinics and a big hospital in Dubai Hills. And on paper, it was everything you'd want your life to be, you know, you were growing in your career, I was making great money. Uh, I was, I was single at the time, and I still am. So really, you know, I was spending time with myself, doing whatever I wanted, traveling the world. Um, And so like I said, on paper, it was everything that you'd wanted to be. But the reality was that I would wake up in the morning, and uh, I wasn't looking forward to the day as much as I thought I would be you know when you get there we all have this thing that you know we're like when this happens then I will have a ride or you know or when I you know whether it's when I complete my education or when I get married or when I have kids or when I buy my first property or when I buy my first car there's always a future and then when this happens I'll, I'll be happy and I was exactly the same. I think somewhere down the line, I recognized that, look, all of this is not giving me that um, internal kind of like, I love this feeling. Mm-hmm. And so I did what anyone I guess these days as the most intelligent person in the world, uh, Google. So I asked Google, <laughs> why is this happening? And I can't remember what I Googled. But I think what that did was told all of the Google algorithms that this is someone who needs a lot of help. So I get it. started getting bombarded with these ads of, you know, like, are you feeling down? And is your life a disaster?
0: Oh, yeah. So no, my life
1: was very far from all of it. It was actually really, really great. Uh, but I think I must have clicked on something and eventually what it started or sparked what I would now I recognize as a personal growth Uh, personal development journey. So this was about five years ago. Uh, My first entry into anything personal development was through uh, a platform called Mind Valley. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. Uh, Vishen Vishen, Lakiani, exactly. Uh, So Mindvalley was one of the first things I got hold of. And I read his book, The Code of the Extraordinary Mind, the first one that he wrote. Uh, and that kind of triggered again something in me, which took me back to my childhood. And growing up, I was always a child that uh, questioned things or didn't mm-hmm. easily agree to do something Uh, that I was told to because this is how it's always done or, you know, you must do this. And I would always say, why, if it didn't make sense? I mean, I was happy to do it, but if I didn't understand it, I always questioned it. Uh, And with with it came a bit of a reputation that I was always very feisty and I was rebellious. And actually, I didn't feel like I was any of those things. I just wanted to know why I'm asked to do something, right? And there were some things that just didn't make sense. So I would question them all the time. But of course, you know, when you're when you're socially conditioned to believing that this is the only way things are, then I thought, okay, maybe it's just me. Um, and I sort of tried to carve a life separately for myself. But when I read this book by vision, I suddenly realized, actually, it's not me. You know, there are other people that question tradition and that question uh, what we're told to do and why we're told to do it. And, you know, they focus on I'm sorry.
0: And that's a good sign.
1: sign. Because you're not
0: allowing yourself to just let life happen. You want to be involved in it. You want to be
1: involved
0: in your decisions.
1: Exactly. And so we're all taught there's a formula to doing things. And if you don't follow the formula, then, you know, you're like, that's the end of the world. Uh, And so when I read that book, I was like, oh, actually, I'm, there is no formula. Uh, You know, Mm. what I'm like, going after what makes me happy or pursuing what makes me happy is the formula. Uh, but, it, you know, this doesn't happen overnight, right? It, it's a period, It takes right. some time. So it, it, it took some time for me as well. Uh, and it, I, I'm nowhere close to being done. Like, I think I, I'm, i you know, the more I know, the more I know I, how much I don't know. Uh, so I, I think, so I think-, think
0: that, that The more you know, the more you realize what you don't know.
1: Exactly. Uh, so I think I'm just like an eternal seeker. Now I'm hungry for anything personal development related. I, you know, I read at least two books, if not more a month, uh, and non, non-fiction, you know, like, things about, mm-hmm. you know, just things about the soul and uh, you know I guess law of attraction and how you can you know manifest things for yourself and I have actually successfully manifested quite a few things myself um, you know just energies and meditation yeah. and creating a practice around it so I, I guess in the middle of all of that uh, you know I come across like you said on social media the way I do it's not intentional it was not to kind of put up a persona of some sort it was just sharing with people yeah, yeah it was just sharing with people because I just you know like the nicest thing about something like this is you, you once you once you're aware and you realize that this can happen to you that you want for it to happen to everyone right everyone wants So which is why I share so much on social media, and some of it can be a bit philosophical, I get it. Uh, But like, there is truth under it. And it's all firsthand experience. So in a very not so short, brief story, that's my story.
0: Well, thank you for that story, because, you know, the the essence of Stay More is the real part of it, not everyone coming in and saying, hey, here's my product, here's my service, it's great, and I'm awesome. It's saying, yes, we're awesome, but we all have our stories, we've all had our moments, and that is what inspires, you know, so many other people that that are on the path, thinking, questioning, questioning like you, and they think they're, you know, they're the black sheep, but yeah. this might just be a reminder that hello, questioning is good because then yeah. you're involved in your own conditioning. You're not just, you know, absorbing everything that's thrown onto you, but you're you're actively involved in what your your mind, your body, your entire conditioning is is becoming and making you right. So, yeah. so in your entire process, um, what exactly became that? what do I call it? The the turning point moment when when you decided that, you know what, it's okay to to wrap up this one chapter and then reopen an absolute new blank book and
1: get started. Oh, wow! I love this question because I love to share that story Uh, because, you know, in hindsight, it's easy to share, but when you're in the middle of it, uh, you have, you know, I had no idea what I was doing, but I just knew that in my heart that this would lead somewhere. So like I said, you know, I was I was so blessed with my jobs and uh, everything that came came along with it, but I just inherently was not happy. I knew that I could do more. Uh, I wanted to do more, but I wasn't sure what it was. Also, like you know, entrepreneur. My dad was an entrepreneur, and my grandfather was an entrepreneur. So we've have I've had entrepreneurship in my blood. Um, but I saw how hard my dad worked and, you know, how he would be so disciplined about going to work. And I always, uh, you know, <laughs> I would always say, like, I'm never going to be get into business. And because I just want to be working for a company where I can easily take a couple of months off a year, and never have to think about work, because, you know, someone else will take care of it. So it just seemed like a comfortable option. Uh, mm-hmm. And I always said, I, I'm never going to get into business. And so when I left, uh, so then in 2019, at the beginning of 2019, I quit my job with no plan whatsoever of what I was going to do, uh, where how I was going to make an income, um, you know, and so I, I literally just left with no plan. Was it a smart thing to do? I don't know. You know, like I said, it, in hindsight, I, I can see how it's all worked out. Um, and it still is kind of in the process of unfolding. But I just knew that, you know, I, I needed to do something, like take an action. And this is what I always tell people now, if they find themselves in a situation that they're unhappy with, uh, um, I just say, like, take some action, just one step. It doesn't have to be something as drastic as quitting your job, but, you know, take a step. Anyways, so I quit my job uh, and I took a sabbatical for a year. But when I say sabbatical, I mean, I didn't not do anything for the whole year. I uh, In that year, I thought of a business idea, funnily enough. And, uh, you know, it was to develop an app and I won't go into the technicalities of it. But I thought, you know, like, oh, I have this great idea and I shared it with a few people. And of course, everybody told me it's a great idea. So I found an app developer and I started developing the app. Um, and I, you know... my sister is like, I'm very close to my sister. So I like dragged her along and said, do you want to do this with me? And so she said, yeah, let's do it. So we we both went to the app developer uh, and we signed up and, you know, we got started. I think like two or three months into that Process. We realized we had absolutely no idea what we were doing. We, you know, we were not from a tech background uh, and we were so lost in the whole process. So we halted it and we almost went back to school. So we did like a 12 or 14 week entrepreneurship course where we spent the weekends, eight hours each weekend. Uh, in a classroom trying to understand and learn what it takes and how to build a business and you know what you need to think about and how do you construct it how do you do a business plan how do you assess your target market how do you create your product how do you do the marketing and things like that so we did that and then we went back to the app um, and we continued on that journey now you know if I can just kind of on a, on a parallel note, if I can just very briefly, my sister started SK Consulting five years ago herself, but it was more as a vehicle for her to operate independently.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So she Sorry. was. So she was already, she already had a few clients that she was looking after. I think a year into my sabbatical, uh, you know, either she felt bad for me or she said, you know, do you want, do you wanna help me on a couple of projects? And incidentally, we both were in HR, but we never thought to work together. So she said, Do you wanna help me on a couple of projects? And I was like, okay, sure. Um, and so I helped her and I, you know, I did a bit of work for her and got paid for it. And then realized, you know what, like, I actually enjoy this. And I was telling her, like, maybe you should try this and this is how you should set it up and things like that. Um, and she's like, why don't you just join me and we will, you know, like partner up with SNK Consulting. And like I said, I was always like, no, I'm never going to, you know, get into business. I also got another job offer for another like really, really good position as well. Uh, It was the top job in HR in a company. And I was so not excited about it, you know? So I kept moving the joining date for three or four months and bless them, every time I said, you know, I needed another month, I needed another month, they kind of, you know, they accepted uh, and it actually worked out for them as well. But then I'm like, you know what, I should never start a role where I'm so unhappy to start it. So then I made a decision to decline the offer. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to give this a go with SK Consulting. And so that's how we started the business uh, together as partners in about Jan, Feb 2020. And then lo and behold, COVID hit, you know. Um, I know. So, uh, you know, it was I guess a a challenging time to start a business, but also really a a massive opportunity to start a business, right? And I think, you know, maybe my five years or prior to that of this kind of personal growth and development allowed me to see it as an opportunity and not as a challenge. Uh, And it's been about just what, you know, a year and a half. Uh, We've grown tremendously with our clients, we've got three awards. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, like I said, now in hindsight, quitting my job was the best thing um, I have done. And I should also add that when I did start my business, uh, it's not that I started my business and then we magically, you know, started making a lot of money. In fact, quite the opposite. We, I, I took like a massive pay cut, uh, but I am the happiest person now.
0: Uh, than I think I've ever been in my work and career. Well, that is such an amazing story and inspirational at so many levels because very often everyone, like you said in the beginning, you know, Desma, that we think that when I buy the car, when I move to a bigger house, when I get a villa, when I get this, then I'll be happy, then I'll relax. And you, And then essentially what we're doing is just pushing away our happiness and attaching it to particular things. And you declining a job, I think that is that itself shows so much of, you know, self growth in a way that that reflects that, you know what, I I may not know what I'm doing, but I will wing it along the way and get it done because that brings me joy. So the the compass then becomes the joy meter, the happiness meter instead of the money and the perks and all of it. Now, having said that, you're still in HR, and I'm sure you provide a lot of services to people. What have you seen as being one of the biggest strengths that any individual can have?
1: Uh, Personally, I think one of the biggest strengths that any individual can have is awareness. Uh, Awareness about how they feel, how they come across. Um, And I think like, this is again, just speaking from personal experience, right? my awareness of my state of mind and state of being allows me then to almost consciously affect my reality right uh, and once you know you have that power then you're you know it's a superpower and so uh, that awareness just literally allows you to to for, allow you to see any situation uh, working out for you good or bad
0: I completely agree. You know, I had put out this post of the A to Z benefits of meditation. Um, Professionally, I teach meditation. I do healing meditations. And uh, for me, A as well stands for awareness. Awareness of yourself, you know, awareness of the people you're interacting with and then awareness of your environment. Um, And I'm really surprised to hear Awareness is one of the biggest skill set from somebody in the HR field, because more than often people think that it's all about the resume, it's all about the number of years of experience, it's the skill sets. And that's that's really welcoming to hear that, you know, personal attributes, personal um, values and knowingness has a place in, you know, in, in the corporate growing up ladder.
1: <laughs> yeah. You, you, yes, you know, skills are important and education is important and all of that. But you know, 2020 kind of showed us that we a lot of people had all of that, but that really didn't wasn't the answer, right? The only the few people who managed to kind of sail not sail through but make it through the other side uh, were people that were aware that okay, this is this is basically completely the unknown. Uh, so you just kind of trust in, in the unknown, do your best that you can, uh, and know that you come out of it. Now, of course, it's easier said than done, right? And I and I do not take away from anyone that's actually had a really, really tough time, uh, because there are so many people that have had a hard time, uh, but... There's this incredible opportunity that has also come out in the like in the past one and a half year. I mean this call between you and me came online the, you know in Jan 2020 this wouldn't have happened. We would have had to yeah, find I a studio, that. we would have had yeah. to meet you know so this is amazing. Um, Absolutely I, I completely agree
0: you know every time that when someone asks me I think one of the blessings that the pandemic gave us is it brought us closer through online. You know, nobody has that uh, discomfort or restraint when you say, let's get on a Zoom, let's get on a Zoom. You're saving time in travel, you're saving time in, you know, in getting dressed up and going to a location and you're just getting the work done. And that is amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Of course, I mean, look, there are people that need that face-to-face connection and that personal interaction and I get it, right? But th- there's a choice there. If you're, if people are going to choose to say, "Well, I need that, and this is not going to work for me," then of course it's not going to work for you, right? But it, you have this tool, uh, so just make the best use of it, and that's where the awareness comes into play. I guess you know this is how I operate. Um, even if 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 I find myself in a challenging situation, and of course I do, because we all do, I, I'm aware of how I'm feeling and then I shift how I'm what I'm thinking about. Uh, and you know that kind of allows me to and then you can you can see the result in your immediate reality, you know, which is so it's
0: almost like magic. Yeah.
1: Would, What's that?
0: I was saying it's tangible when you can actually yes. see it. You just you do it and it's
1: right there. You do it and it's right there. Oh, you know, absolutely. That's It it also makes you sort of, you know, take note of like the little things, the little positive things that happen that you would not, you would have missed previously, you know, whether it's as simple as, you know, you're going to get a cup of coffee and the staff serving you are like super polite and kind, you know, that's amazing. But you normally you're just in your, in your everyday rut and you miss it. But then when you become aware, you recognize that's something that, Positive that has happened, and then you show appreciation, and you're grateful, uh, and then it just kind of multiplies day in and day out, right? Um,
0: it, it all—it's—it's it's like we see it as as uh, as experiences, but then that's the way how energy is contagious, right? You smile, and then I smile, and then we smile at the next set of people we meet, and it it literally becomes as contagious, but in a good way. That's yeah. a good virus. Yeah, right, yeah,
1: right? yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so yeah, so I guess yes. I remember seeing one of your posts where you had this amazing uh, quote that um, you can even set up a business without a business plan or without strategy. So you you wrote about how you set up your business today. Um, you know, hit the road running kind of format. So if somebody out there listening today is already made that decision, you know, a lot of times uh, some people decide the transition from work to business and then Hmm. they do it as a side hustle and then they do it. But then sometimes people quit their jobs because, you know, they've they've reached the limit and they just can't do it. They've, They've reached a breaking point, they've reached burnout, or they've been made redundant. In those situations, what would you suggest that works for you. And that is something that they can replicate to set up their business literally from the ground up. Yeah, sure.
1: So in my view, right, from my very limited experience in entrepreneurship, but experience nonetheless, I'd say there's two things that anyone needs to have to become an entrepreneur, right? Number one is the the business aspect of it which is your business plan and your product or your service or whatever but number two and most importantly is your mindset the mindset Mm. of an entrepreneur is very different from the mindset of an employee so what does that mean so as an employee we think that when you set up a business you you know you get an office you employ people you um, and this is what a business looks like right Oftentimes, that's not the case at the beginning of the business. At the beginning of the business, you're the CEO, you are the admin person, you are the marketing person, you are the finance person, you are HR, you are all of it, right? So you have to be uh, extremely. You have to be clear that you're going to have to play all of these roles, uh, and you are, you know, you have only a limited control, right? And so what, where, so you have to choose where to spend your time. So what mm-hmm. I would, you know, how I would have done it differently is uh, I would have started investing in the learning process uh, maybe while I was in employment. And that would have shortened my time that I had spent, right? So, uh, and learning in terms of what are the basics, what are the fundamentals that you need to have in place so it, like first of all are you going to create a you know is it a product or a service uh, once you've made mm-hmm. that decision what are the key uh, you know to, a, a rough sort of plan that you can put together and if you if anybody does follow me on social media I actually have a post of like four or five things that you can do which I would recommend them to go back um, and so, you know, the, there's a very simple plan that you can put together and you have to consistently work at it with, even if it doesn't yield results, because, you know, more often than not, the process of yielding results takes time. So you have to be really resilient to stick with it because it will yield results. If you stick with the process, you have to be super consistent about that. Uh, the other thing that I would highly, highly recommend is get a mentor. Uh, And mentors are, you know, have lived this journey uh, time and time again, with a variety of entrepreneurs. So the experience that they can bring and the guidance that they can give you is, uh, you know, is really, really valuable. But you have to do the work. So a mentor is not going to resolve your problems for you. A mentor will guide you, but you still have to do the work. Um and so I think having a men- so if you have a mentor that you can check in once in a way to say, look, this is what I'm thinking, this is where I'm going, uh, am I on the right track? What do I do differently? That kind of allows you to, you know, bounce your uh, your ideas and your thought process off someone.
0: I have a question here, Desmond, no yes. you
1: know.
0: While I completely agree that we need a mentor, the question is, how do you identify a good one? Because when you open up, uh, you know, even Facebook or LinkedIn, there are so many mentors there, business, you know, gurus there that say, I will teach you to get into your 100k month and your 10k month and your 20,000k month and When you actually get into courses, so I did this in 2020, I decided that I needed a business mentor. I had my own spiritual teacher that I would check in with. So my personal growth was, was, you know, getting carved out and I would say, okay, point upgrade and upgrade and upgrade, but I didn't have the business mentor and I did sign up for one that was so expensive and he was all across the globe in Australia. So I would wake up at three o'clock in the morning all and, you know, full committed from my end. But after some time, I realized that, hey, this is just stuff randomly put out from the net. Like, you know, go and make a video and then make this post and write your long story. And I'm like, oh no, that's not gonna work with, with my kind of you know clientele or my kind of work because that's what everybody else is doing. That you're just posting long stories about your life, some sad stories, some broken stories. And I'm like, no, that's not my way. So how does somebody choose and identify what is the right business mentor that they are picking up for themselves?
1: It's a great question, right? And of course, you know, like I said, if you go online, you'll get, you get all of, you get overwhelmed with all of the choices that are being offered to you. So, you know, a a way to do it is maybe to like go to a couple of networking events where there's Mm -hmm. other women, female entrepreneurs that attend uh, and ask firsthand who their mentors are. Um, And, you know, Another way to do it is maybe ask a, a female uh, entrepreneur or an entrepreneur if they're willing to be a mentor to you, you know, someone that you admire, someone that you look up to, um, send them a message on LinkedIn or what's that?
0: Somebody who's already taken that
1: journey ahead of you so they can actually show you, you know. Exactly. It, it doesn't have to be someone really experienced with 30 years of experience and, you know, uh, someone who's published courses. It can just be someone who has maybe set up a business and is willing to share his or her experience with you. Um, and, and so you have to, you, again, you have to take action. You have to ask the question. There's a few Facebook groups Uh, you know female fusion is one uh, a great platform there's you know they have a member membership uh, offering as well yeah but even if you're not a member you know I guess you know when women ask questions on there they get such positive responses and support and things like that but you have to ask and it's not going to be Easy, uh, which is where the resilience comes in, right? You are going to be overwhelmed, and maybe you'll get 20 responses. So you have to do the work to go through the 20, um, you know, the 20 mentors uh, and ask the question and see who resonates with you. And look, it's okay if you get it wrong. You know, most likely you you might get it wrong, uh, but that's the process of learning the more you, you re- it's by the, the process of what elimination, right? You you go through a few people, um, and then you realize this is when you when you meet your first the fifth mentor, you already know what you don't want that you've had experience with. Right. So so this is it's part of the learning. It's not, it may not be right the first time around, uh, but it is, it's a process. Um, and just soak up the learnings while you're at it.
0: Absolutely. I think everyone leaves you with something either that you can do or you can't, or you don't want to do it. it Right? There's always a lesson in the process. Well, Jasma, thank you so much for all those nuggets of wisdom, for all the honest part of your journey. Uh, Before I leave, could you share your social media links? Where can people find you? Where can someone reach out to you if you're looking for a mentor or any information that can uh, add value to our listeners?
1: Sure. So I'm uh, on Insta, uh, and my Insta handle is D-E-S-M-A, D'Souza, D-S-O-U-Z-A. Um, and my I'm on LinkedIn as well, as Desma D'Souza, so you can find me on both places. I respond to all DMs that I get, not that I get hundreds and thousands, which is probably why I can <laughs> But if there's anyone uh, that would like to have a chat or try to understand more about entrepreneurship, and if there's anything I can share with them, I would be more than happy to. Uh, I really, really enjoy and I love what I do. I have a long way to go and I, I love the lessons that I've learned along the way. And I would be super delighted to share them with anyone who needs that support.
0: Well, that is so from your heart. I can just see the way you're sharing that. Thank you so much. I think we're going to call you in for one of our events, uh, the Women uh, Entrepreneurs of Dubai. That's a group that I co-founded. I'm the co-founder with my friend who's actually the owner of the groups living in Australia right now. But when we start the events, I'm going to call you in as one of our speakers. And we will I'm sure everybody can learn a lot from your lessons. I love that. Uh, finally, since this is Seymour. What, in your opinion, should people be saying more
1: about? I think people should be saying, uh, one thing people should, I guess, not be afraid to say more of is, uh, I haven't figured it all. I'm still learning.
0: Wow. I like that. You know, this question, everyone gives me such amazing answers. It's just so wonderful. Yeah. I haven't figured it I'm learning. That yeah, is so
1: good. yeah, and I think all of us are kind of learning, right? If you're the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room.
0: The wrong <laughs> room. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Desma, thank you so much for this evening. Thank you so much for spending your time on Stay More. Uh, we're looking forward to see you. I'm looking forward to see you in person and take a walk on the beach together. And oh, yeah. uh, and everyone, um, thank you for tuning in. You. All the information is in the show notes, so you can reach out to Desma for some entrepreneur uh, advice for mentorship. Go, at, look, go ahead and have a look at her information on Instagram. There's a lot of wisdom nuggets that she throws in there. And uh, keep stay happy, stay high vibe, and enjoy your evenings.
1: Thank you so, so much. Babe. Thank you.